Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What we're seeing right now with the Vegas over-unders, the totals, the, the projections, the prognostications, the ESPN FPI, the Kelly Ford ratings. You know, why do the computers hate South Carolina so much? And why does it feel like, right, there's always this chip on our shoulders of, 
well, they just hate us. Everybody hates the Gamecocks. Everybody's against us. It's us against the world. Why is that? Well, a lot has to do with the not-so-great history of this program. And I know that nobody likes to talk about, especially those who truly bleed the garnet and black down to their core. Nobody wants to think about it or look at it head-on for the most part. But the history is what the history is. South Carolina is historically a 500 program that has only won 10 games or more in a season four times. Hell, they've only won eight games or more, I think like seven or eight times. Not that many. Has never truly had any sort of sustained success. Here's the good news. Shane Beamer doesn't give a damn. Shane Beamer is changing the narrative around South Carolina football in this program, and it's why we've talked about this year is so important. Setting a new floor, if you will. You go eight and four or better, all of a sudden, the narrative starts to shift. Guys, it's why I've said before that if you can go eight and four or better, if you can average that over the course of a decade, Shane Beamer is the greatest coach in school history. Because not even Steve Spurrier, no coach has sustained that kind of success. I mean, you think about what Spurrier did, what? Six wins in year one, eight in year two, six in year three. What did he have? Seven or so. It was around six or seven wins every year until 2009. And then I believe they got to... Was it nine wins? Did they go nine? Or maybe eight wins. Maybe it was eight wins, something like that. Then 2010 comes. And even that year, we saw something that will probably never happen again. A team win the SEC East that finished with less than double-digit wins and I think finished with three SEC losses. Didn't we go five and three in the conference in 2010? Lost to Kentucky, lost to Arkansas, and lost to Auburn. Yeah, five and three in league play and won the SEC East. I don't think you'll ever see that happen again. I, I just I think you'll have to go six and two or better, probably seven and one. So you had 2010, 11, 12, 13, right? 11 win seasons, three years in a row, which is, I'll be honest with you guys, I think a level of success, I don't think we'll ever see that happen again. It's not even doubting Shane Beamer. It's just so hard to do. Go 11 and one, or excuse me, he went 11 and two. Even 11 and two with a bowl win for three straight years, it's unprecedented success. But then it quickly fell off, right? 2014 went in seven games and, and 2015 just a complete disaster. But the point I want to get to is this realistic year in, year out expectations for South Carolina football under Shane Beamer. Because I think very highly of this program under Beamer. I think you might even be surprised of how highly I think of it moving forward into the future. There's a reason that we say Beamer ball to the moon. I think South Carolina football can go to the moon and beyond under Shane Beamer. I also think it's going to take time. I think when Beamer was hired... I saw this as a, it's a minimum five-year, six-year plan of letting him build. We're not even really evaluating in regards to like, is he the guy? Is he not? 
until you get to that point. Well, I think right now we feel confident in saying, you know, Shane Beamer's the guy for this program. I, th- You know, I think we all feel confident in saying that. I think he's done many things at this point to reinforce that thought. But I always just looked at it as a long-term type of build. Either way, either way, Shane Beamer's fighting an uphill battle. You're fighting against negative history. You're fighting against the naysayer saying it cannot, it cannot be done, right? Tennessee has naysayers. Florida State has naysayers. Like a lot of these great programs or a lot of these just programs in general, they've got naysayers. But the one thing they can't say, the one thing you can't say to Tennessee as much as you may hate them, you can't say they've never been there before. You can't say they never won championships because they've got great history. I mean, I know we've got our Tennessee haters in the Big Cock Club Discord. They, they love to talk about it. I mean, guys, Tennessee's a top 10 winning program in college football. That's something you can hang your hat on, right? And it's just something that having that doesn't mean everything. Ask Nebraska how much great tradition means. But when you don't have that, you're fighting an uphill battle. With that being said, though, realistic year-in, year-out expectations. And I don't know that I'm to a point right now where South kind of football is to a point where I would say we should start applying this right now. But I think Beamer can take this program to great heights. You think about what is happening right now in college football with NIL, with the transfer portal, with the way that it's sped up the process. You know what this is showing, guys? You know what NIL and the portal is showing? It's showing who's really a good coach and who ain't. Because guess what? If you're a really good coach and you 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 have adapted to modern times, you can go pick up at a program right now. And it all depends based off the program and the resource and how broken that program is. But you can pick up at a program right now and within three years have them winning big. It doesn't take five, six years to build a program anymore, realistically. I think in the trenches it still does. But to at least to start show signs of winning, I mean, look at Tennessee, guys. Look at LSU. Look how quickly they're getting it turned around. Portal's a big help. Beamer embraces that. He embraces NIL. I think South Carolina is in a great position in the NIL space to continue to win in that area. And you have to win in that area to have any chance. You have the recruiting aspect. You've got Beamer's infectious personality. Now, what does it mean? First things first, guys, I don't think George is going anywhere. Texas and Oklahoma, they join the league. You're probably going to one big conference. I don't think pods are going to be a thing. I think it's going to be a 16-team wide-open conference. So here's where it gets interesting. I get asked all the time, Chris, is Shane Beamer the coach to lead the Gamecocks to the SEC championship? Is Is he the coach to lead us to the national championship? Short answer is I don't know. It's tough to say. There's a lot of variables and things that need. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide 
that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's a break, right? Because I will say this. To be fair, I don't see Georgia football falling off anytime soon. But to be fair, nobody ever sees the decline coming. Just go ask the folks in the upstate wearing orange and purple. They didn't see it coming. And here it is. What I will say is this, though. What's going to be really interesting as college football continues to change and as the playoff expands... You, you probably see where I'm going with this. As the playoff expands the 12 teams, I think it's more realistic. And South Carolina's not the only one. I think it's more realistic to think, hey, the Gamecocks, maybe not every year, but every three years, realistically could make the playoff. Because guys, guess what? If you win 10 games in the SEC, you're getting in a 12-team playoff. You are. You're not getting left out. You're one of the best teams in college football. Especially when you think about South Carolina, strength of schedule. You go 10-2, and you're getting in. So I think, and I've mentioned this before, moving forward, right? We'll see what happens this year. A lot of different projections, a lot of different predictions. We all know what needs to happen. Eight and four or better is the goal this year to set a new standard, a new floor for South Carolina. But moving forward, let's just say you do that. Let's say you hit eight and four this year. Let's keep it conservative. Let's say you go eight and four this year. I really do believe moving forward, I think you've got your quarterback of the future on this roster, Lenora Sellers. I think you're bringing an elite offensive and defensive line talent, which you have to have in this league. I think you're always going to be able to attract skill position players on the outside. Nicholas Harbors in, you're recruiting at a high clip. I realistically think South Carolina, and you got to walk before you can run. Keep this in mind. I, th- I, I don't think it's fair to put on Beamer, all right, wh- co- hey, coach, when are we going to win 11 or 12 a year? When are we going to be Georgia? When are we going to be Alabama? When are we going to be LSU? When are we going to be Clint Sucks? And don't even bring them into the conversation because, guys, being in the ACC, I'm not somebody that likes to sit here and harp on schedule, and it, it gets old. You play who you play. But if you think being in the ACC didn't help accelerate Clemson's growth as a program, I mean, guys, we've talked about it before. When South Carolina was winning Outback Bowls, they were winning ACC championships. And you can say whatever you want about that conference. Winning conference titles is more impressive than winning the Outback Bowl. A freaking Bloomin' Onion. Excuse my French. A Bloomin' Onion. Like It's just, it is. It is. It's tougher in the SEC. It most certainly is. With that being said, though, I think South Carolina can be on a year-in, year-out basis. Under Beamer, I really believe they can build this type of consistency. I think they can win eight to nine games per year, which I think would be a fantastic clip. And I'm talking over the course of a decade. And you got to walk before you can run. So once you get to this point, then you can start talking about, well, Now, what do we have to do to take the next step? 
to compete with the elites, to be viewed as, dare I say, the LSU of the East. Maybe that's a little bit too aggressive because they just won the SEC West. Maybe the Auburn of the East when Auburn's good. Again, maybe I'm getting a little aggressive, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. I don't think it's fair to think Carolina right now is going to be Georgia or Bama. Everybody wants to be those teams. Not everybody can be Georgia, Bama, or Ohio State. Not everybody can be that. Not everybody can be Michigan. Not everybody can be those teams. But Carolina can be a really, really good eight or nine win team per year. And let's say every three or four years, or every three years, you win 10 and you get in the playoff. I think that's realistic. I think getting in the playoff will be easier than winning the SEC championship. Bottom line, it's going to be so tough with Texas and OU in the conference. It's going to be so tough to win the SEC. But getting in the playoff, you can make it at 10-2. and two. You can make the playoff at 10-2. and two. And getting in the playoff would be something, I mean, unlike anything South Carolina football has ever accomplished or ever done. You know, it's wild. Shane Beamer may end up accomplishing far more than Steve Spurrier ever did because of the way college football is changing. It's kind of wild when you think about it. But I think very highly of this program under Shane Beamer. I do. I, I think very, very highly of this program. I think with Beamer's infectious personality, his attention to detail, he's a relentless recruiter, as we all know. And again, there are some variables. You got to hit on Dowell Loggins. That is first and foremost. This Dowell Loggins hire going to go a long way in determining everything I just said. You got, you got to get that right. You have to get that right. Got to get the offensive side right. It's an offensive game. Got to get that right. You got, and I feel like we all agree, you've got pieces offensively, not just for this year, but for the future. I mean, I, I think it's a safe bet. Lenora Sellers is the quarterback of the future. I I don't know who on this roster I like more. I think next year, Lenora Sellers is your starting quarterback. I'd be stunned if he isn't, guys, to be totally honest with you. I'd be stunned. That's no disrespect to Tanner Bailey. That's no disrespect to Luke Doty. That's no disrespect to Dante Reno. But Lenora Sellers, that skill set, you don't see that every day. You think about what they're bringing on the offensive line. Again, Nicholas Harbor's coming in. He's going to play on the outside. I don't worry about South Carolina's ability to recruit wide receivers. Justin Stepp, I don't worry about that. You know, the running back position got to be solved. Maybe maybe Dontavious Braswell, the four-star true freshman, maybe he could be an answer. I know they're in right now with a 2024 running back. They'll recruit that position. They'll find a guy. And then the tight ends, throw it to the tight end more. I mean, we're going to be fine at tight end. Can Dowell Loggins be that guy? You got to get that right. On the defensive side, I think you feel pretty good, honestly. I think you like Clayton White a lot. Sterling Lucas was a nice addition. Travian Robertson, obviously, is going to be a fantastic addition. He's going to recruit extremely well. Torian Gray, probably the best defensive backs coach in the entire country. And then, of course, Pete Limbo, Beamer Ball. I mean, need I say more? So the pieces are there. The pieces are there. And I'm sure there's many other folks that talk about their respective programs the same way that we are, and they're optimistic, and that's what makes SEC football great is 
You know, everybody feels good about their program, their coach, what they're doing. You know, the intangibles and, and the things you can't control, the things you can't predict are, you know, you need South Carolina to get some, some fortunate breaks. It needs to work out for Carolina. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to phrase it. And I will say this, great players, coaches, and teams make their own luck. You start to run into luck. You know, I think it was Gary Player that said it best. The more I practice, the luckier I get. You know, the harder you work, the more good breaks you run into. So you need that to happen, right? I mean, it's just, you need it to fall your way. It fell, it fell your way when Carolina won 11 games three years in a row. It fell your way when you won back-to-back national championships in Omaha. It's falling your way here and there when Dawn Staley's won her championship. Like, when, you, when you're winning at a high level, things do fall your way, but you're good enough to create those good breaks. But I think all the pieces are there, truly. Like, you, you look at it. To get to the heights that I mentioned, eight to nine wins per year, beating the arch rival, what do we want to say? At minimum, three times every five years? Is that too much? Is that too aggressive? Is that too aggressive? I, what, what's realistic? That's a whole other conversation. Realistic expectations for the rivalry. We'll say over the course of a decade. Is it realistic over the course of a decade to expect to go six and four or better against the Tigers over the course of a decade? You, you might scoff and say, Chris, that's easy. Look at the history of the rivalry. It hadn't happened a lot. It, it, it has not happened a ton. Hardly at all. Hardly at all. I think changing the rivalry, that's something Beamer's doing as well. So, anyways, I, I say all that to say again, Beamer ball to the moon. I'm very high on Shane Beamer, this football program, and the realistic year-in, year-out expectations. I think it's realistic to expect after this year, you win eight, you set that new floor. Eight to nine wins per year, I think, is a realistic expectation. As the playoff comes into view, making the playoff once every three years, I think that's a realistic expectation. I really do. I really do. From there, you know, winning the SEC, winning the national champion, those are things that they'll sort of take care of themselves, especially, hey, when you're getting in the playoff, well, now you got a chance. Now you got a chance. But I will say on top of everything I just said, it's a slow build. It's a slow grind. People have got to give Shane Beamer time to work. You got to give him time to operate. It's not going to happen overnight. Everybody you talk to, guys, talks about the gap. Not just Carolina, but everybody between Georgia, Alabama, you know, LSU, and everybody else. And especially in the East specifically, because Carolina's got to go through Georgia to get to Atlanta. If you want to talk about getting to the SEC title, there's a massive gap with Georgia and everybody in the East. There's a massive gap. There's a reason why Georgia... You know, way too early spreads come out. They're 24-point favorites of the Gamecocks. It feels disrespectful, but that's how good Georgia is. I mean, you look at the game last year. Blame Marcus Satterfield all you want. That's fair. But that game was a bludgeoning. You got Stetson Bennett taking selfies with the crowd with like 10 minutes to go. So it's going to take time to change those type of results. It's going to take time to get the pieces and the talent you need, mainly up front, to compete with the likes of a Georgia. But I think it's doable. I think it's possible in due time.
And I think Shane Beamer is the guy to make it happen. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.